0: Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way.
1: Hi, this is Silo. I'm live at uh, Comic-Con, and I have two awesome guests with me. Uh, I am so happy to have this little any-many with you guys. And who are you?
2: Name's Andy Nordvall. Andy Nordvall on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a writer. I do the webcomic, My Roommate the Internet. And with artist Don Guyen, I just published Siren Song. Uh, I'm Don Wynn. I'm
0: an artist. I don't know if my Twitter account is that easy to spell. It's at winningit.com. It's based on my last name, which is Vietnamese. It's spelled N G U Y E N,
1: add an I N G and an I T, and that's my account on Instagram and Twitter. Oh my God, that's so awesome! So I got to meet you guys uh, recently. One thing um, I love, Siren Song. That's so cool. Thank I got you. to go to the uh, the Comic Bug signing to to see you guys. That time I met you, I met you prior to yeah. that. But um, what is Siren Song? What like what what is it, and how did it kind of come to be?
2: We are at the place it came to be. I met yeah. uh, Don last year. Uh, they have a program called um, Comic Creator Connection. It's basically speed dating for writers and artists. And uh, I met Don. I like this stuff. I forget <laughs> what I pitched you, but you were like, "I like it." Unity but Force. But too much work. Unity yeah. Force. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know we should I mind be talking anybody to talking about Unity Force. It's but an amazing anyways, idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a, so you know, I had a little. I had a little Plan B. I asked Don, "Do you know what Inktober is?" And, of course, I do. I've been doing it for the last few years. Once I discovered it, I was like, this is a
0: fantastic exercise. And, you know, I've spent the last few years working on my drawing game, if you will. We we should uh, say what
2: Inktober is, by the way.
0: Okay. Inktober was started by Jake Parker. He's an artist based out of, if I'm not mistaken, Utah. And we want to represent him well. And he started this movement where, for October, for 31 days, every day, you try to attempt a full, completed ink drawing based on a prompt and he's been doing that, and it's been a hashtag phenomenon for, like, years now. And it's amazing and inspirational to see.
1: So essentially, it's, it's like a no-shave uh, you know, no November, but, like, actually, like, you know, like, productive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, you know, some people do one or two of the prompts if they can, and then some people do the entire thing, and we decide to take the entire thing and make it into a book.
2: I essentially looked at it and said, I can make this harder. Because <laughs> yeah. I...
0: Oh yeah, because <laughs> I said,
2: Don, how about I write a chapter based on the prompt every 31 days, and you <laughs> illustrate it?
0: Yeah, and I was like, you know that that sounds like yeah, we could do that.
2: Oh, I never asked this, but did you think I was gonna get we were gonna get the whole way through the month, or do you think we, we were gonna I, get to 15 and run out of gas? I
0: got a little worried. Yeah, I I was a little worried, and uh, a a lot of people that we talked to don't know this, but Andy was writing like. Every day. And if you guys have picked up the book and have read it, thank you very much for doing that. Thank you very much for coming by. But yeah, I, a couple of days he had to cheat because I was uh, doing uh, show installs at UCLA. I was uh, helping out there uh, with doing like senior shows and like the grad shows and stuff. And so those days he went ahead a little bit on like one or two days. But other than that, it was like every day of writing in addition to like the every day of illustrating.
2: I, I got to say, though, it was uh, Don who had the idea. We looked at the prompts at the beginning, and you noticed there was a nautical theme to it. So here, let's do something nautical, nautical pirates. And uh, what if a pirate met a siren? Because I always was fascinated. I was just finished reading The Odyssey, and, you know, sirens are cool. And they always get mistaken for mermaids. They're supposed to be bird creatures. So I'm like, and then there's, uh, and in Greek mythology is just rife with women who can change their forms. There's, you know, there's Circe, there's... Others I can't remember because I'm on the spot, but they're there. (laughs) Uh, So I I had the idea, let's make sirens. They're all one thing. They're just these women who can change, and they've been exiled to an island due to some other stuff that happened in the Odyssey, and one of them befriends a young pirate cabin boy. And, you know, both of their uh, respective tribes do not approve of the relationship, and and then we're off to the races.
1: Uh, Forgive me if I sound, like, you know, stupid, but I understand, like, you know, obviously Inktober, but what is the writer aspect of it? What, did you write
2: paragraphs? Did you write a chapter a day? What, what did you write a day? It was a chapter a day. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was one where it was just a page because it was like, what was that? I forget the prompt was tight, so I'm like, can you just be stuck for somewhere for like a thing? And I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, we, <laughs> we were. It was late in the month. We 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 think we you know we built up some goodwill with some of those early long chapters. So we could just have him like you know crawl and do some rocks for a chapter, but um, I don't know why. But part of just to keep it fresh and to challenge myself. After that initial look, uh, I didn't look ahead until the very end. So. It really worked out because the story has some twists and turns, and the reason they have twists and turns is because I didn't know I'd had to, you know, I was going to have to make a hard write, you know?
0: I'm an artist who is always in admiration of writers. What writers do just blows my mind, and every day that I got the chapters in, I was like, what is happening here? You know, it's like one of those things, like, what kind of sorcery is, like, what how did he come
1: up with this stuff? And I felt like he was just, like, pulling so out of the air. So essentially it was just him throwing curveballs at you, kind of. And, like,
2: were you, did you mean to do that? I'm not quite so cruel. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> part of where I got the idea is... Yeah. Uh, Part of of where I did get the inspiration is, you know, it's like I had this great concept artist. Every day he was throwing me art that just, you know, pushed the series along. So it was a great symbiosis in, you know, the best sense of the word. Like his art was just a continual inspiration, which had me throwing him curveballs, which then were like throwing him for a loop. So suddenly he had to draw something else.
0: Although I think, to be fair, when we started this out, I think the first prompt is Ships. And I was like, oh, pirate ships. And then I sent the drawing to Andy, which was a pirate ship that had a jet engine for its mast. And then Andy was like, oh, didn't see that.
1: (laughs) I mean, um, from how I described it, though, like, I mean, so were you were you kind of talking to him about it? Or were you just giving him just
2: just the chapter and he would be like, all right, good luck. Man, I mean, I tried not to like. Contaminating watch. I kind of forget. Like, did we have dialogue if you were unclear on something or if I was unclear on something?
0: On uh, some of the chapters, yes. And then on some of the chapters, it was, like, just straight up winging it. So it really just varied day to day. And you would think something like that would be um, a little frenetic, uh, maybe not cohesive. But how Andy tied it all together was really what captivated me, like, day after day, seeing... The chapters coming through it's like wow he really like how did you think this through you know it's like <laughs> is there a giant board and he was like nope i'm just i seat of my pants doing it i was like
2: oh okay i guess that works i mean i guess part of it is if it was inktober plus November, whatever that would be i i couldn't have inktober. done it because because <laughs> october 31st i was way burnt out but th- that's part of the great thing of it it's like yeah. it's hard but it's one month you know yeah, and, and that's nice. Deadlines, deadlines, I think, are a writer's best friend. W- would it be Inkto-Remo? <laughs> oh, if we took over NaNoWriMo? Yeah. So it would be, yeah. Uh, no, it would be, because, nah, nah, Ink, no, right, nah, I don't know. Yeah. This is a, this is a <laughs> weird tangent. Uh, so
0: did you guys start this as an idea for Inktober, and then it turned into a new project that you weren't planning on doing? Uh no, it was specifically just done for Inktober. But in terms of the story, I I don't know where Andy, if you even had a plan of like where you were going to go with
2: it, you didn't, right? Uh no. Uh, originally, my plan was to steal someone else's idea. Okay. Not specifically, but <laughs> Michelle Montrose, one uh, another comic creative connection uh, alum. Uh, teamed up with someone and they did 31 flash fictions. You know, just 31 very short stories. And uh, I was cool for that. But then when you noticed there was that theme tying it through...
0: Yeah, I thought we could do one solid story all the way through.
2: Yeah, and that was the spark. And I was like, Yeah, I could tie it all together, which thank goodness, I I don't know. I mean, who knows what would have happened if I just did thirty one random whatever's but this this I like a lot better. It I would have been
0: ready for it. We we could have not. that out, little bit more than a little bit of a little
2: bit of a little a a you know?
0: I hope we answered your question. Well I mean okay yeah. so you
1: guys met at Comic Con last year and uh-huh. you started obviously did it throughout throughout October, but like when did you guys actually get serious about it? You even really thrown me a date. So like what was the prep time before October 1st?
2: Did we do anything prior to? I think because we wanted to stay true to the spirit of October. We okay. we did it in October. Now, after October, that's when it got into, you know, like the copy editing, the printing, the this, the that. You know, all the wonderful the formatting little details. That we'll just Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think before that, it was maybe like a week out. And all Andy was like, hey, do you want to do Inktober? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and he was like, here's the prompt. It just came out. I was like, oh, prompts, and then we looked at it, and that's when we just had the discussion. But we didn't. I don't think it just like we're like, oh, day one, we'll just go and we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, there's there's just such a great you know magic and energy to like beginning something. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So you guys talked about a lot about the symbiosis of you writing and you adding to stuff that you didn't intend and everything. Uh, How much in the final product? do you feel like you both brought to the table that the other person wouldn't even think of? I feel like Andy just brought stuff every day that I wouldn't (laughs) think of. Because, you know, it really was one of those things where I feel like you have a certain element of surprise nowadays, especially with, like, the Internet, where, you know, like, oh, I get spoilers for this movie or this show or whatever. And I had no spoilers. Every day it was just like, what is going on? And it was... I have to give Andy props. I love his writing. I love his writing style. And we mesh really well together. And, you know, I see a long future for us as uh, collaborators. Yeah, I hope so. And uh, it's just one of those things where, like, every day he was just blowing my mind. I was like, how is this happening?
2: Well, it's the great thing about collaboration. You know, yeah. that's sort of one plus one equals three. I mean, if I wasn't getting that art coming in, I would not be, you know, stepping up my game and, like... You know, it's just sort of like, wow, we did so good on, like, The Bird Woman. Yeah. What other weird stuff could I give you just to sort of see what you do with it, you know? Yeah, and
0: I really relished that challenge. You know, he, he like, did these small details that, because, you know, looking at the script, on some of the days I could actually read through it all the way and pick out what I wanted to draw. And then there were some days where Andy was like, you got to draw this. Just trust me, draw this, and it'll work itself out. But on the days where I could pick stuff, there was just, like, so much to choose. There was so much meat. On the bone, and I felt as an artist, I was like, <laughs> I have all the riches in the world right now to like work from.
2: I think yeah. For the first few chapters, didn't we agree that I would like say, oh, you could do a picture of this, or maybe a picture of this, a picture of that? Yeah. I think we just dropped it because you usually you'd read it and you'd be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah you but know.
0: like the stampede one was really funny because I think that was one of the days I was doing an install, and I was like, I, I got to go to UCLA, I got to do this this job, and he was like. Uh, I'm not done writing yet. How about you just draw some bowls in
2: air? And I was like, what? Well, it was cows falling from the sky. Yeah. And if they could, like, or, be made yeah, of stars. Cows made of stars falling from the sky. You know, one of those.
0: And, and it was like, wait, stars stars, where? I think it was like, like on their hind section, you know, like in the butt. And I was like, well, oh,
2: okay. Well, their whole skin, really. But, they're not just star butt cows. Sorry, I mean, yeah. that's silly. It's the whole hide with yeah. stars. Yeah.
0: I guess maybe I just read into that, and that's like, yeah, I imagine the densest clusters of stars to be back there. (laughs) The gaseous regions.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess (laughs) that's true.
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, so, I mean, the whole Inktober thing is really, really out of the box. So, uh, I guess, well, what are your ways to kind of... You've been a writer before, so what was your way of kind of, like, writing outside of the box, obviously? Did you get yourself out of your comfort zone, or did you just kind of do the same thing you did? You know, just a big bottle of whiskey, and you were just like, all right, let's get writing done. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> Wait, there was whiskey involved? <laughs> there was no whiskey involved, because uh, it's... it's uh, I'm trying to think when I would write, because, you know, I, I, got, I got kids, so I'm, I'm either writing before the kids... Or after the kids. Or when the kids are at school, too. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, a deadline within a deadline. I know once 2.30 rolls around, I'm not going to be able to think about, um, I'm coming out of Greek mythology, no pirates. It's just, you know, did you practice your violin yet? Uh, so, I mean, um, yeah, there, there's wonderful romantic notions about what it takes to write, but what, what the greatest thing for writing is when you have to get it done. Yeah. You know, when you have to do it, you do it.
1: Um, what do you do about uh, writer's block? Did did you have writer's block at all, even for a couple minutes?
2: Uh, Maybe a little bit in the early stages. I forget who told me, but, like, if you have writer's block, write about what's blocking you. And there's probably, like, paragraphs where I'm like, why can't I do this? What's wrong? I know that they need to get to this island. Why can't I write this? Well, because it's too easy. Well, what could happen? Maybe he could drown. Okay, he's drowning. Boom, you're done. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, you feel stupid writing it. (laughs) And you will never show it to anyone. But once you know, you'll never show it to anyone. If you do it, you get to the place you need to get to.
0: That's perfect. What about what about right artist block? Uh, My wife gave me the greatest advice, which is just draw something else. So what happens is, you know, sometimes you're sitting there, and there are days where I just feel like nothing is coming out right. It's something I'm working on, and I'll just switch to another project, like something maybe like in the drawer that I've been trying to work on or just even to doodle something else. And that actually really helps get the juices flowing and get me back into the groove of, like, seeing lines and curves again. And I think that's really what it's about is, like, putting that mark back down and building the confidence again. It's always, like, you know, the sports reference. Like, if you guys are basketball fans, are like, just take easy shots. Just, like, get it in the hoop, right? Yeah. And I think that's really kind of what it is for art as well. It's, like, just put something down and try to work through it. And sometimes it's
2: good to see blobby things. Yeah, there were some good blobs in there. Yeah. Thanks. Oh yeah, I remember that when the, when all yeah. the pirates or all the ghosts oh, yeah. unite, ended up fusing together. Good, that was a yeah. that was a creepy blob. I like I like that. Um, okay, so
1: I guess like uh, one of the other things is is with uh, how did you guys kind of find your own vo- your voice or your own style? How how did you guys find them uh, prior
2: to I guess meeting each other a year ago? I mean, I think you find your style when you stop looking for your style. you know you know what I mean, like you just you do it enough, and you know you know the story you want to tell, and you know sort of how it would sound so it 's just sort of what would the character say? How would you say? You know what I mean yeah. If you go for a style, especially if it 's the style of the writer you admire, like a lot of a lot of writers and probably a lot of artists go through that stage, and it 's a, a wonderful stage to go through. Be inspired by the people who inspire you but you know there's that zen thing of like the the way to hit the target is not to aim at the target yeah. if that makes any sense i don't know <laughs> totally i get it <laughs> okay.
0: uh, i don't know for me i feel like i just do what the moment calls for and I, you know i've considered style and style always comes up and in art your style can always change too so it's uh really kind of fluid and for this you know i employed different techniques throughout the page so there's you know, the very, some pages are really cartoony looking. Some of the plates are cartoony. And then some are really, like, delve into sort of like that Bernie Wrightson horror feel, which I really also love, just getting, like, murky looking and inky. And that's what Annie was talking about with the blob image. She's, yeah. We had a page where, like, these characters were just human fusion. Yeah, well, we leaned
2: into the black and whiteness of it. I think, yeah. like, you know, it's a dark, shadowy thing. We We go to the underworld, which is a great... I think the Underworld is black and white, like all the color gets leached out. Yeah. Actually, Don, can I put you on the spot? Sure. (laughs) I'm curious, which was the hardest uh, picture for you to draw? Hardest out of all of them? Or the one that most surprised you, if that one's... I think the one that I enjoyed the most was the Human Fusion one. The hardest one to draw... Wait,
1: what was it
0: called? The Human Fusion, I think it's under the prompt Unite. It yeah, was, we united
2: them. Yeah, we united, we united the two of the of characters.
0: Them. They're they're melded, um, and then the the Demeter's cattle
2: yeah, Demeter's was pretty cattle. hard to draw. Oh yeah, those were amazing though. Like, oh thank you. Yeah, they got you just got the sweep, you got the weight. It was just it was beautiful. Yeah, and then yeah, I, buy the book, you'll see what I mean.
0: Yeah, and then I wanted to uh, show scale in the underworld, and so there were a few of those panels where it was just like, oh, here we are trying to escape this cave. All right. Actually, you were mentioning uh, Bernie Wrightson there for a minute there, actually, which prompted me because I love this is the question I've asked all of our creators that we've ever been talking to since we started. Who are your writing and or artistic influences? How much time do we have? Yeah,
2: well, I, well, for this one specifically, i got to say Neil Gaiman. I think I, I really uh, took a page yeah. out of Neil Gaiman. He, he's great at taking, uh, you know, mythical things like, you know, yeah. digging into that, that shared cultural knowledge we all have, but putting a new twist and new characters on it. And, you know, uh, I'm not going to say I, you know rose to his level, but he was definitely the <laughs> the star that I was, you know, using to guide my path.
0: You know, I was trying to channel my inner Bernie Wrightson for a lot of this. Uh, you know, you see the dark shadows of the chiaroscuro, and you're just like, oh, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> uh, but in terms of artistic influences, you know, I, I grew up with comics, just loving comics, and I was like a 90s comics kid, so it was like all the image guys back in the day. But then I also had this love for just, like, even Orphan Annie. I always talk about Orphan Annie. I love Orphan Annie and how it looks and the simplicity of the line work.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Um, and you can see that, I feel like, a lot of the times um, in there. So there's, like, you know, some Harold Gray and some Chester Gold, like, these, like, old school guys that are in there a little bit. Nice. And I'd like to reference that. Hopefully you can see some uh, Kirby and some Ditko. Uh, but, you know, it's like, I'll so never be Everybody who's
1: successful yeah, everybody
0: who's, you know, because it's always like you, you have to look at them and figure, yeah. that's always part of it, it's like, what did these guys get right, and how do I get to that point where I can tell that story? And I know, like, I'll never be that guy. Like, I'm never going to be Jim Lee. You know, like, he's in his own category. I just, I'm trying to be myself but learn from others. And even, like, modern artists, you know, I love Chris Machallo, yeah. Scotty Young, and Umberto Ramos were actually the guys whose artwork brought me back. One day I walked into a comic shop. I saw their stuff, and I was like, why am I not doing this again? And I hadn't drawn in so long. I was like,
1: this is what I feel my calling is, and I need to get back to it. That's awesome. All righty. Well, thanks for listening in. Check out our other podcasts, and it's on iTunes and all podcast apps. And check out our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com, for articles, videos, and more. You can stay updated on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch, currently Kingdom Hearts. And intro is provided by bensound.com. And uh, where can you buy Siren Song? We are available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. The
0: uh, print copy is $14.99. The ebook is $5. We're currently selling at the convention. You can get a $12 copy, or I'll bundle it with my sketchbook and mini-comic for $20. You can catch us at Geekscape, booth 3919. And uh, we hope to see more of you guys very soon with other projects. And thank you so much for having us. This is Absolutely, a huge yeah. joy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also do a webcomic, uh, My Roommate the Internet. Uh, and we're running a scavenger hunt, so uh, Comic-Con will be over by the time you hear this. But if you look up the hashtag Comic-Con Bingo, you can see some of the fun stuff people found.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: All righty, guys. Thank you so much. So come and join the gathering. Have a great week. This has been an awesome uh, San Diego Comic-Con so far. And uh, G G.